thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So this is a story that uh, came out earlier this week and it talks to the issue of the um, the art economy and it's really what, what one could call the secondary economy. So just to explain how this works. An artist creates an artwork and he or she then sells the artwork for 10 rand. Now, historically, what may happen, and I may get this incorrect, and I hope um, that our guest will be able to clarify it if I'm wrong, is that if it then goes on to auction, the work in the past would have been sold for maybe 20 rand if the artist is just getting better and better and better on auction. But the artist does not get that extra sale because it's now in a secondary market. Well, Aspire Art... um, auction house is looking at artist resale rights and they're doing this in a way to support contemporary artists looking at how resale rights may impact and find a positive way to support artists. Ruach Peffers is the Aspire Art Manager, Managing Director. Ruach, thank you so much for joining us. Ruach, when we talk about artist resale rights, explain what the process is and how is it going to shift for you? Um, Morning, Michelle. Uh, yeah, so your, your description was pretty good. Um, <laughs> <essentially>, <laughs> Not quite on the nail, Michelle, but you're getting there. <laughs> essentially, it's, it's exactly that. Hopefully, it's slightly bigger numbers. But, um, you know, basically, by and large, uh, an artist, uh, you know, a successful artist is represented by a gallery. So they produce it. There's really three rungs to the art industry. It all starts, you know, Genesis is the studio where the artist works and makes their art. And then the art goes from the studio and it gets put into the market for the first time. And it's generally through the gallery system. So, you know, your, whichever artist it is, is represented by Goodman or Stevenson or Blank or whatever it is. And then the gallery takes that art and sells it either by virtue of an exhibition or they take it to an art fair or something. And then the art gets sold and then it goes into the, usually the private market. Um, and then the artwork is essentially gone and, you know, difficult to track. And then what happens is when somebody who owns the artwork wants to resell it, you know, years later, months later, however it works, generally after a period, uh, that's really where the auction houses come in. And then people consign things to auction houses because by and large galleries have their, you know, they have their case or their program full with the new shows. So work that they've sold historically doesn't, you know, isn't as high a priority for them to resell as the new work that the artist is making is. And then the auction houses you know, produce sales and put these works back into the market. But, you know, then it's just sold and all of the proceeds essentially go to whoever the person is selling the work. So the artist resale right, it's, it's originally a French concept called the garde de sui, which translates basically to right to follow. And, and it's really just a, you know, egalitarian principle where every time an artwork is resold after the initial sale, where the artist is not involved in that process, a portion of the proceeds on a varying scale is kept for the artist. So it gets paid back to the artist. And essentially what it is, is a way to reward the artist for, you know, the, the fact that an artist's work goes up in value is the product of their effort. You know, the fact that they're yeah. constantly working, constantly getting better and, you know, building their brand. So, you know, you, you buy, a, you know, if you bought a, if you were one of those smart people who bought a William Kentridge in the late 80s, you probably got it for, in relative terms, nothing, you know. And yeah. now that same thing would, would buy you a house. And, you know, the reason of that growth in value is 
mostly to do with what William has spent the last 30, 40 years of his career doing. And so the ARR is just a, a principle where a portion of that growth in value and a portion of the proceeds generated from that growth in value is then given to the artist. So the ARR or the artist resale rights is something that um, Aspire Art is working on. How is it going to work? So, you know, at the moment it's, it's, it's entirely funded by us at the moment. It's, it's a bit complicated, you know, in, in slightly more advanced uh, economies, may I say, the, such as France, in parts of America, uh, parts of Australia, in the UK, there it's legislated and there you actually have, you know, bodies that, that manage the process. So they collect the funds, um, they do the invoicing, they process the payment, and then they pay it out to the artist. Yeah. Uh, quite similar to how, you know, Samro works um, and Dalro, but unfortunately in this country it's not legislated. You know, it's been on the table for ages, but it hasn't quite got through yet. And so, therefore, it, it, it's just a policy that we've implemented, that we do by ourselves. But ultimately, I think when it gets to a more sophisticated level, it's really a cost that is borne by the buyer and the seller, which is a small portion of the commission that you pay. You know, at auction, the seller pays a portion of commission to the auction yeah. house, and the buyer pays a portion of commission. And out of that, from both directions, a little bit would come, and the sum of that is essentially then what's made available to the artist. So, so is this not something that should be um, there should be an argument for legislation on this? So that I mean, as you Absolutely. say, we we can look at uh, any artist. Yesterday we were chatting to I mean I've just got him on my brain this morning now, Ati Patraruga. So if if he sold the artwork for ten rand and now um, five years later the artwork gets sold for a hundred rand, surely government should be legislating that a percentage, whether it's one percent or two percent or whatever, of that sale goes to the artist. I, I agree completely. Yes. Um, unfortunately, you know, things take a long time to to become legislated. It, you know, it looked like we were getting close at one stage and yeah. now it seems further away again. But, you know, essentially, it's a project about sustainability. And in a country such as ours, where sustainability is such a critical thing, you know, this is a way to keep artists in their studios doing what they do. Yeah. And, you know, let's be honest, if it wasn't for the Atis and the Mahals and, you know, all the artists in this country doing what they do, we wouldn't exist. You yes. know, the whole, there's this whole the ecosystem wouldn't exist in this country that would not exist yeah. if the brilliant artists we have in South Africa weren't in their studio doing what they do. So, so Ruach, essentially what you guys are doing at Aspire is you're saying, all right, we're going to start creating a, an internal system where we do look at artist resale rights in order to support contemporary artists. And anybody who wants to find out more about it can contact Aspire Art. And thereafter, I mean, as you say, the bigger picture is to, picture is to see uh, the, the um, system change in terms of the country and the legislation change in terms of the country. And that would be what we should all be arguing for in this particular sector. Is that your, the, the final thing? Well, absolutely, Michelle. I think, you know, we're, we're trying to lead by example, if I can put it that way. But, you yeah. know, if, if you were to... If you were to calculate the sum of the secondary market in this country, it must be pretty close to a billion rand a year. I would say certainly half a billion rand quite comfortably. Yeah. But I would say probably significantly north of that. And even if just a little sliver of that was made available to the artists that ultimately and essentially underwrite that industry, it would make a, a real difference to their lives. 
you know, it would be it would be studio rent, or it would be you know the ability to pay an assistant. It would be the ability to go to the Venice Biennale and make connections. It's 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 you know a myriad things that mm. it could be, but it's it's really about sustainability and keeping artists in this studio and, you know, keeping South Africa at, you know, the forefront of contemporary art globally. Lock those fabulous guys in their studios so that they work and work <laughs> and work. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Ruach, um, it's, an, it's an amazing idea and it's certainly, as you say, something that has been in conversation and I'm really glad that it's been brought to the top of the pile once again because it is absolutely critical when you do talk about something like sustainability. If people are interested in connecting with you, how do they do that? So easiest way probably is our website. It's aspireart.net. All of our contact details are there, and please do engage in the same for artists. You know, we've got an ARR page on our website, and you need to just go and sign up. We need your details, obviously, you know. Yeah. There's some admin that's required. Sure. But please don't hesitate. Feel free to contact us. You know, all of our details are there. We're, we're in Rosebank, and, you know, we'd love to chat. Rock Peppers is the Aspire Art Managing Director, and you can just go to aspireart.net. 8 o'clock time for the news. Good morning.